now it's like, who cares? You know, who cares how old you are or like what other people think? We know that we're doing something that we love and, and we're enjoying it. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hey, dancers, welcome to the show. I'm Julie, and I'm your host today on this episode of Broche Banter. I both own and teach at Broche Ballet, a virtual ballet school just for adults. Join us as we explore all things adult ballet. Today on the show, I chat with Lauren, who started ballet for the first time less than a year ago. She danced in a small local studio with little kids until she found us online during quarantine. We talk about turnout, getting discouraged, and being obsessed with ballet. Enjoy! If you're enjoying these stories of the wonderful adult dancers in our community, please help us keep the podcast going by nominating a friend to be on the show. Send us an email at hello at brocheballet.com to let us know who we should invite on the show next. Before we get to the show, let's take our broche bite. On this segment, we'll talk about bite-sized ballet tidbits to give you something to chew on while you listen. For today's broche bite, let's name some of the muscles involved with turnout. Turnout can seem mystical, but it's really just a collection of muscles. There are so many muscles responsible for keeping your femur bone attached to your pelvis. Some lift your femur bone forward or back, and some rotate it inwardly or outwardly. For turnout, we use the piriformis, the gemellus, the obturator, the quadratus femoris, the glute muscles, especially the glute medius, although the glute max and min do help too, the psoas, and the sartorius. Hope you enjoyed that bite of information. Now onto the conversation with Lauren. Well, welcome to the show, Lauren. I'm so excited to have you on today. Let's talk about your story with ballet. All right, sounds good. So um, you are dancing in our online studio. You've been uh, dancing with us since early quarantine, I would say, since maybe March or April. I feel like you were one of our first early quarantine new dancers. I think I found you like on YouTube and so I was doing it a little, but I think my, I think it was like May I started, but yeah, around that time. Yeah. And it's now August. So that's just a few months. So, um, had, okay. So you live in a little bit more rural area, right? You live in Montrose, Colorado, right? So it's a little bit farther out in the mountains. So what is, what is around there? Had you been dancing there? Had you been dancing only in your home? What was your, what was your ballet life like so far? I, I'm by nature a pretty shy person, so I was, I kind of stumbled upon Pilates and that led me to ballet, and um, and I was like, that's so cool, like, I just love the athleticism and the detail in it, uh, and how it combined it with artistry as well, and so I, I was like, how do I get into this, um, and so I started making phone calls just to a few, there were some tiny studios here in Montrose, um, but they rejected me. <laughs> there was two two that I got rejected from and then one that did allow me to join because uh, their limit was 18, you know, 18 or younger for ballet. And I was like, well, I just wanted to, you know, see what it was like. And, you know, and so, yeah, one little school did let me in and they were super cool. Uh, so that was about, uh, uh, um, the end of 2019, like October, okay. November, 2019, that I did started taking 
class at this little studio ballet. Uh, well, it was a full dance studio um, for children, basically. <laughs> and so that's about six months. So I met you about six to eight months, maybe into your ballet life. Yeah. Cool. And, and so I assume they had to shut down around the time that we did, right? Pretty much everyone exactly. did. And I know the mountains were hit pretty hard in Colorado. Yes, for some reason, our community, uh, for how small it is, I feel like, yeah, it kind of did get hit hard. Yeah. Yeah, I heard something to do with like lots of travelers who go to the mountains and kind of <sighs> mixing and mingling lots of bubbles. Yes, yes. Um, so are you, so, okay, so you started ballet um, maybe now almost a year ago, um, <laughs> maybe about 10 months ago. What, yeah. um, so you mentioned that you were a shy person in the very beginning and that you found Pilates sort of because of that. Was that related to that or is it like, um, how, how does that, how does that fit into your, to your journey? Well, I guess I've always been kind of a, um, an, an anxious person. And so I would use, you know, I was, I was into running for a while. Then mm -hmm. I was into like really hard, like hit workouts yep. just to get my blood pumping. And I'd kind of it helped my anxiety. And so I kind of started, I wasn't really comfortable with the gym situation. And so I just would work out at home or go running, go for a hike with my husband, you know, stuff like that. Um, but I wasn't getting like the full, I wasn't getting the mental fulfillment that I felt like I wanted. Uh, so I kind of just, my mother-in-law actually talked to me a little bit about, about ballet because she uh, from an early age, had done ballet, uh, gone on point, and just told me about how much she loved it. And she was like, if you want to work out, that is the most intense workout you will ever get. And I was like, ooh, that sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that was kind of, so I, I had already started Pilates, because I was like, whoa, this is crazy workout, even though it doesn't feel like it doesn't necessarily, you wouldn't think it would be. Right. Um, and then I was like, well, that's awesome. Cause then I could get like the artistry of, you know, expressing yourself um, with music. Uh, I love art, very passionate about theater and, you know, all that. So I think it kind of just fit that niche for me. Did you do, uh, you mentioned passion for art and music. Did you do any kind of art and music as a younger person or even now as an adult? Uh, very much, yes. Um, I love to draw and um, I do some uh, it's called stipple work where it's uh, basically you use uh, it's just pen and ink and so um, you create with dots basically oh. and yeah so you you know so I, I've always really loved to yeah I've loved art all, <laughs> all <of> my life. <laughs> wow that's amazing so you create it's like basically pixel art kind of but like manually with yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'll do that or a lot of, um, yeah, I, 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 I've done a little bit of painting, but mostly I, I do black and whites. Wow. And do you ever, do you ever mix them? Do you ever draw ballet? Um, I, that is one of my new projects is okay. I do want to, yeah. That's I want fun. to. I haven't, I haven't had time yet. I've kind of, ballet's kind of been all absorbing, you totally. know, it's, yeah, <laughs> which I enjoy. Ballet is very all-encompassing. There's never enough time to do all the ballet we want to do. Mm -hmm. How much do you dance right now? Uh, so I, <laughs> I do it every day. Um, 
so I try to join your live classes as much as possible, but then, um, but I'll always, I love the technique library because if I've missed a class, I can just jump on and be like, hey, okay, I have this much time, so I'm gonna, you know, do a conditioning or I'm gonna do this bar class, you know, mm -hmm. and I have a couple of my favorites that I'll repeat. So I, I do probably an hour a day. That's a lot of dancing. <laughs> I'm kind of obsessed. <laughs> Ballet, ballet will get you if you're not careful. <laughs> It'll grab you and suck you yeah, in. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you kind of like it too. <laughs> oh, I'm obsessed. I mean, I'm all around ballet items. Yes. <laughs> I know, I'm obsessed. I got hooked from the first class I had. I had a very similar situation with you where um, the only thing that would really quiet my mind down was moving my body, but it was always hard to find something that I liked to move my body. Sports are a disaster. I'm terrible at hand-eye coordination. Like you throw something at me and it always hits me in the face, no matter what it is or how big it is or how slowly it was thrown at me. <laughs> so I needed something individual um, for that, you know, team sports are not my bag. So dance kind of allowed my brain to quiet down because it requires so much thought. As you're mentioning, the mental yes. aspect of it is huge. And that's, that was exactly, you know, I think, I don't know how you are, but I feel like in a lot of ways, I'm a very much a perfectionist. Totally. Um, okay. And so uh, maybe that's the ballet personality. I'm not sure. But, uh, but um, it, what was kind of interesting is like, I was like, wow, like I can just be completely absorbed in this for an hour or however much time I have. And, and it just flies by. Like, you know, my husband will be like, you were in there for like two hours. I'm like, I was? <laughs> like he's super supportive he's like stoked that I'm like so interested in it but it's just like you just yeah I mean it really has been such a uh, like it's become a big part of my life so it's interesting um uh chatting with you as especially as we go as we're continuing to be in this lockdown situation for the you know foreseeable future in terms of being safer at home and kind of writing this whole thing out I'm curious to get your thoughts on the experience of home dancing because so many people have a different experience with it where some people really, really miss the studio aspect. They miss sleeping around, they miss their friends. And then some people who maybe are more like you and me are really happy in our own world, in our own home, and we can get that escape in our own room. Do you, do you find that any, do you find what's missing in the home setting from your experience in the studio or, or, or vice versa even? Uh, I guess the, the only one thing that I would say I kind of did enjoy, and I think you're slowly bringing it in, is um, like actually learning dances together, like the four little swans, and um, like, and so I was so stoked that you would you did that because I was like, this is something that we can all learn together. Maybe we're not like actually physically together, um, but we can each take our time mm -hmm. and do it, uh, and so. Um, yeah, I think that's really cool. And unfortunately, my schedule hasn't lended itself to be able to participate in the live classes, but after I've watched them. And so that was um, one thing that with the little, the little girls that I was dancing with, it was kind of, it was really cool because we were learning the dance for their recital. I wasn't actually going to perform in it um, because that'd be kind of well, anyway, <laughs> that'd be kind of humorous because <laughs> they're, you know, they're so cute though. They're like, um, you know, 12, 14, you know, like, and already been in ballet for like three years, uh, two, uh, not going on point yet or anything, but like, so uh, they were so cute because we would all encourage each other, you know, we would be like, uh, 
um, uh, our teacher had choreographed a dance to Up, that um, the Disney or no Pixar movie yep. for that one song, that um, that song, um, and it was so cute and it was really technical. Like I thought, I mean, you know, all of us kind of struggled with it, and so I but it was like teamwork. And so I guess I like that, like, you know, it wasn't a competitive, which it might be like for, uh, like if you're working towards professional, you know, but for me, it was just like, you know, all of the girls were like, I'm having a problem with this or I'm having, you know, so we would kind of like, you know, when someone did it well, we'd be like, yeah, that's awesome. So that's kind of maybe one thing, uh, but really like, I'm so impressed with how much you can pick up, like, that if I'm not, you know, if I'm, if I'm not raising my arm enough, you know, like my elbow dips down, you know, you, you're, you're able to see that. Or like, if I'm not turned out on one of, like the fact that you're able to give me those tips is invaluable during class. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. The shared experience, I think is a big piece that's fun about dance and about art in general. I think one of my favorite things about dance and music is that you can go to any country and watch a dance show and you can experience it right so you see a video of someone dancing and then the captions in another language and you have no idea what it's about the caption right but you still experience the you you still experience what they were saying to you right they are communicating to you in their like in our our language our communal yes. language of dance exactly which is yeah. very fun yeah yeah i mean i think that i think um, to your second point on like what you can see over video, I always liken it to like if you're so like I've been on Instagram for a long time for a long time, I don't know, two, three years, like sharing videos of me dancing, right? And it's a tiny video. Instagram's small. You can't zoom in, right? The videos are really small. But yet you still get people commenting like this was technically wrong, this this over here needs to be fixed, like that tiny thing needs to be fixed. And it's just it's a tiny video. I mean, it's video is still video is still looking at you. I mean, you can't walk around the dancer, right? But you can see what they're showing you. You can see what they're showing you and correct what you're able to, you know, what you're looking at. So, and that's so, yeah, like, I mean, for, for um, adults like me and that are in a small community where there isn't necessarily maybe an adult specific ballet course, you know, or a ballet program, it's so nice that I can have this option and I can dance as much as I want. <laughs> it's awesome. All day, every day, in fact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah, just uh, the, the fact that, you know, like I, I know you mentioned before um, in one of your videos, you know, just that adults, we do learn differently. Like we need to know the why. Whereas for children, you know, like even in that small studio, I really feel like they tried to um, accommodate me and I enjoyed it. I did. Um, but uh, the children learn differently. Like if I were to stop and ask questions, like I'm able to with you, they, you know, they'd be bored. So I can under, I can respect that, you know? It's different. They all, they, the kids who I've taught are so different from the adults. Like they just, they have an incredible ability to mimic and they just mimic the heck out of whatever you're doing. They pick up on tiny details, like how you're holding your chin or whatever, yeah. whereas adults don't pick up on that in the same way like we want to know specifically why and when and how and what muscles are being used to do it and the kids will just do it later in life it's always interesting to come back when they do come back to ballet and i tell them about the why and they're like oh i didn't know that's how that works or like they're doing it 
beautifully. They have beautiful technique, but they don't actually know why they're doing it like that because they never got to, they never got, oftentimes once you become a professional, you do go through this yourself where you learn how to do it. Or if anyone comes back from injury, they go through this process. But if you quit at 15 or 16, you didn't like get there in your training where you, where you got into your adult mind with. Got it. No, that may, it, it is. And it is fascinating. Cause it's like, they're these tiny muscles. Like, I don't know how long it took me months to figure out how to engage my turnout muscles. Like <laughs> seriously. Cause I was like, what squeeze your butt. <laughs> And how will that rotate your legs exactly? <laughs> I remember you and Jessica were like, just keep squeezing. <laughs> so how'd you figure it out? Tell me what, 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 what visual works for you when you're like engage your turnout muscles? What does it feel like to you? See if you can describe it. Oh God. You know what? It comes more from like the underneath part of your bottom. Like it seems like, and then, um, actually what really helps me is, um, the, the muscle on the side, the inside of my knee. Mm, yep. And, and like knowing, like if that is engaged, then I'm like, I got it. Okay. Okay. Now I know that I'm doing the full turnout, what I can do right now. Um, so that's kind of the feeling that I look for. Um, and then, you know, if I have a mirror, then I'll, I can see, you know, where my muscles are moving, like rotating, you know, but yeah, it's super interesting. It's, a, it's such a fascinating art. <laughs> It is. I mean, that muscle on the side of the knee comes from the inside of the knee up across your thigh and connects up to your hips. So it's like pulling your knee and your <sighs> hip and your like quad open. So it goes like, if you can picture, if you trace from the inside of your knee up your inner thigh across the top of your quad to the top of your hip. So it is very much a cross rotational How muscle. Interesting. Right? Cross I don't think I, I didn't quite understand the connection. All I knew is like, when I felt that, like, okay, you're good. Like, <laughs> yep. Ah, so it connects all the way to like, is it the, the outside of your hip or where? It's like your hip. It's like, I think it's like your hip pointer. So like, you know, your pelvis and then the little pokey part that sticks out oh. in the front. So it's like across. So like your turnout muscles both push from the back and pull from the inside. It's like the whole leg so is, is like pushing and pulling. So the inner thighs pull forward. The back of the leg pulls behind. The, the underbutt, I call it the butt yeah, underwire. Yeah. That's my... Uh, <laughs> yes, the underbutt, yeah, it's true. <laughs> the underbutt um, is like the bottom of the turnout muscles. And then you have the uh, muscle that goes from your knee up and across, which is what we were talking about, pulling your legs straight while you're turning in. Yes, it's so like, so yeah, like honestly, I mean, it, it, it took a while, like once in a while in when I was uh, uh, with the, um, the kids, you know, I could like once in a great while feel that, but really it wasn't until I started taking classes um, with you that I was like, oh, I got it. Okay. Like uh, I had seen so certain exercises on your, the YouTube channel or before I joined your class. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay. So it helped me to kind of get it more. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it was one of Christina's uh, tutorials too, that kind of helped as well. Yep. And then I was like, Oh, I get it. So, oh, rotate <laughs> the leg. Got it. <laughs> yeah, like, and you know, like, like you're saying, children le learn differently. Teenagers okay. learn differently, and so, like, you know, it, it, the the teacher was awesome, but it was just like, yeah, it wasn't what I, it, it wasn't exactly what I needed. So, yes, I'm and glad I think, that I found you. <laughs> I think we also like the real the realness of it, right? So, like, I, I think a lot of times when you're in a um, in a kid environment, the you, you think everyone else 
is not struggling at it because no one's talking about the fact that it's hard or painful or like you're in your point shoes, um, which I know you're not on point yet, but you're in your point shoes. No one else seems to be struggling and you're like, I'm over here really suffering and no one else is suffering or like, yeah. like they are or is talking about the fact that they're suffering. And so you think you're doing it wrong. Like I think you asked one time in class about turnout as thinking that maybe it was going to get easier at some point and like expecting yeah. it to get easier because we're sometimes we forget to talk about how hard it is. And it's always hard. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly what that was. I was like, yeah, I, I was surprised because like you said, you know, when I see like performances or I see like, uh, you know, even these children, you know, it's like, it seems like it's no big deal. Like, you know, like, oh no, my, my butt cheeks don't hurt. Like, oh no, I'm not <laughs> like, my legs don't hurt after this. Like no big deal. <laughs> right. I think it's, I think it's, um, <laughs> if we don't talk about how, how much it hurts, I think it can make us feel like we are doing it wrong or we're not cut out for it or we're not getting it yeah. or something if we don't talk about the fact that it's actually really hard. Whereas yeah. like, this is like the only art form or like sport where you don't talk about how hard it is. Like where if I'm in a crazy, like you, you mentioned doing HIIT workouts, if you're in a HIIT workout, it is obvious that everyone is struggling. It is yes. expected that you will be suffering. The teacher comes in telling you you're going to suffer right? mm -hmm. and then you're not like surprised when you're suffering by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. So yeah, it, when like, you know, like as you're giving reminders during your live classes, you know, like, uh, are you engaging this? Are you pulling up your knees? Are you, you know, how is your back? Are you, you know, and those are things that it's like, I finally realized those, I'm always going to have to think about those things. And that's a part of what I love so much is like, there's always something to work on. Even professionals need to go back to the bar. That's always their beginning. And I think that that's so fascinating. You've learned so much in such a short period of time about the philosophy of ballet and like what we're doing at the bar. Do you, do you, do you study, do you read? How did you learn so much about what, about like what the point of the whole thing is? I think it took me forever to get where you are in terms of understanding of like what we're doing, what we're trying to do. How did you, what happened? Uh, I, you know, it's kind of funny. I, just started to, I think I investigated on YouTube, like I watched a whole bunch of tutorials and read some, um, uh, I, I looked at a lot of uh, what you had to offer on your YouTube channel before I joined and then, uh, God, yeah, I think I just did a lot of research and watched a lot of, yeah. Because I was just so fascinated. I didn't understand. I mean, when I started, I really was like, you know, I, I told a few of my friends, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of interested in ballet. And they're like, but you're old. <laughs> Thanks, friends. <laughs> like a handful of people. I was like, but I, I was like, but I don't want to do it like professionally. You know, I was like, I'm just, I, I think it's fascinating. It's beautiful. And they're like, Lord, are you going to like wear a tutu? <laughs> you know uh, how... I know. I was like, I know. I was like, I was like, well, actually I was thinking of what I was. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's like, I kind of just, uh, yeah, I think it was just doing, doing research and yeah, I, uh, you have, yeah, I think <laughs> I'm probably kind of, um, very, uh, uh, obsessed with it. So yeah, I'm always watching stuff and reading. Yeah. Do you ever get discouraged? Yes. Sometimes I do. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Like, especially, uh, um, 
with certain, um, like with my balance, I really struggle with my balance a lot. And so I'm like, my goodness, how long, like, am I going to be able, like, I can't, uh, like, yeah, like there's certain things that I just feel like, why is this side not as good as this side or, you know, like, and so I will get, I'll get frustrated and I'll be like, I'm never going to look that good or, you know, and not, not even necessarily that I have like a distinctive goal, but it's like, I do want to be able to, to use it to like express myself or, you know, just for myself, not for anybody else, you know? So yeah, I do get discouraged. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a part of it. I think it's a part of it. Do you, do you get that same discouragement in the other art form or exercise that you do, or is that exclusive to ballet? Oh, I get discouraged in my other, yeah, like, sometimes with, uh, like, if a, um, a picture I'm working on, I'm never completely satisfied with my work, so that's probably a deficiency on my part, <laughs> you know, that I, I can't just be happy, like, I'm always going back, and, you know, and, and that's something I've done for decades, is this type of, you know, art, so, um, I know I won't ever be perfect at it. And same with ballet. And I know that that's why it appeals to me. There's always something to work on. But yeah, it is. It, I do kind of get like, uh, you know, oh man, like if only I would have started this younger, like maybe I could have, you know, I don't know if you've had those feelings. <laughs> oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, what do you, what do you do? What do you do with those feelings? What do they, what, how do they manifest? Do they end up with taking a break? Do you push through them? Do you have like a go-to pick me up song? How do, what do you do when these feelings come? That's a good question. You know, um, I honestly think, uh, what is the most encouraging is being in your live classes. Like, honestly, because no, it's true because I think, you know, um, just seeing how many participants there are, you know, like, and sometimes, like, uh, if I get a sec, like, before the class starts, I'll just kind of, like, see, like, look and see everybody, and I think that that's really encouraging, and then the fact that you're so supportive, and, you know, it kind of just feels like, okay, you know, we're kind of all in the same boat, you know, it's like, and we struggle with similar things, so, yeah, I, I definitely think uh, if I'm feeling discouraged, I'm like, I think I might need to take more live classes this week if I ha if I can, or, you know, like, so usually that, yeah, like, I think last week I was only able to take, like, maybe one, and I usually try to do, uh, like, I, my goal is to do as many as I can, and so, like, you know, I would like to do more, like, three or four, but, you know, just depends, you know, life gets in the way. I know, that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, life. <laughs> I know the whole job, no, the whole work thing. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah, I think there. I think it is important to have someone or something that that will help you feel inspired and like that you're not alone in it, right? I think that maybe is a point that you were touching on a little bit in both. Maybe that's kind of like a what's helping you feel that way with the live classes that you're not alone in terms of peers, right? You have peers yeah. who are in the boat with you, but then you also have a supportive person telling you like, Hey, I'm on the yes. other side of it and it's going to be fine. Like you're going to yes. get, like you're going to get to the other side of it, but then there's also people on that side with you. So maybe just like not feeling alone from both of those aspects is, is important. Yeah. Well, and what I do really appreciate in your classes is the fact that 
like you'll you'll tell me you know um oh okay you know make sure that you're presenting the heel make sure that you know just whatever um detail that you see um and then the next time you actually remember and you mentioned to me hey you did better on that i can see your turnouts better on that leg you know that we were working on that last time and so that makes me feel like okay like i'm that yeah like in this it even though it might be small it to me it's like it's huge like you know i'm making advancement i'm progressing slowly but surely <laughs> it makes all the difference i think that that kind of language as i've learned over the years, like, you know, when you talk about the idea of the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset, so that's like just a big idea of whether or not you think you can get better or if you think you're already as good as you could ever get. Um, and I always try to encourage dancers to have the growth mindset. I mean, I try to encourage myself too. I still don't have it everywhere all the time. I still listen to that voice and I'm like, what are you saying in there? Why is I know. There? <laughs> um, so I still hear that voice in myself, but I try to encourage people to say like, I am not the one doing the work that you are doing, right? I have given you this advice, but you took it, ran with it, and turned your leg out. That was you. That's your success. That's your doing. That's me, like, giving you a tip that you took and applied to your body. Like, I can't, it's not me doing it for you. And I always want people mm -hmm. to feel empowered that they're the ones doing, you're the one making the progress. You're the one doing the work. You're the one who can do whatever you put your mind to. And, like, getting that confidence is, is really, really important to me that we all develop in our life. I totally agree. And I think that ballet helps a lot with that. Like I, it, um, you know, you were talking about when you kind of get discouraged and um, uh, I always think of um, one of my good friends that she, she would always tell me, cause I, she knew I was a perfectionist. She'd be like progress, not perfection. That's right. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, you're right. <laughs> No. So it is. And with ballet, it's constant, like, you know, and I think that's what's kind of encouraging, too, is the fact that you even see, like, if you look at these gorgeous dancers, like uh, Natalie Osipova or like, you know, they're just like so, but she still has to do the bar. She okay. still has to go to bar class. She's still, you know, so it's yeah. kind of like everybody recognizes that it's a very, very athletic and very difficult art. And I think that's cool. It is. It, it's really, it's really super cool. And when you start getting things, I think, I think for many of us coming to it as adults, it is a way to build confidence and self, um, self motivation and, and discipline. And, and, um, and, and like you said, life gets in the way, but we learn how to prioritize things to make time for the, to make time for the things that we care about. And that this helps show us that we have that ability to make the time for the stuff that we care about and to make ourselves be important and, and learning all of those lessons just through dancing. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. You think of, um, I was thinking of some of your um, uh, students that are, you know, maybe even started later than me, you know, like, and, um, uh, and, and my age too, like, uh, I am in the best shape of my life because of starting. No, seriously. Like, I mean, uh, like, so it's so cool because it's something that you completely enjoy. And then you see like older people too, like how it's benefiting them physically and I'm sure mentally as well and gaining that confidence. We never had the confidence. Like when I was a child, I never had the confidence to dance or even, you know, my mom would even put me in dance class. And I'd be like, hell no, I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> so yeah, it's like now it's like, who cares? You know, who cares how old you are or like, if you know what other people think but it's like we know that we're doing something that we love and 
you know, like, and, and we're enjoying it. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's what matters. That's what matters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's really, yeah. So anyway, very, it's very inspiring to see all of, yeah, all of your students and yeah. And you like every, all the effort you put into this is, I, yeah, I have to say, I so appreciate it. <laughs> well, as you know, I'm also obsessed with ballet. So <laughs> the fact that there's other people out there just as obsessed as me makes me really happy because we get to share it together. We get to share in, and there's other people who want to hear all the nerdy conversations about anatomy and how exactly it works. And, and you all want to have the conversation with me. And that's really, yes. really cool that there's people who show up every day, day after day, inspire me to work harder. Um, you know, I see people come in four or five days a week, like you're dancing every day. I'm like, man, I got to get dancing more myself, you know, <laughs> inspiring, I think each other to keep going. And, and that's, that's what keep, that's what always like has kept me going through the studio. It's always a lot of work, but it's always for the reason of sharing something super cool with super cool people. No, we really like just the, the few dancers that I've seen regularly and that I've gotten to chat a little bit with. I'm just like, wow, these are like really high quality people. Like, yeah. And we all have a common, a common ground, even though we come from so many different cultures and backgrounds, like yeah. very cool. Very cool. Very, very cool. Well, on that note, Lauren, thank you so much for joining me today. This was such a fun conversation. I hope everyone out there is inspired to start ballet just like you did and uh, follow their dreams, whatever those might be. I hope so too. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening today, dancers. For more adult ballet, you can follow our studio on Instagram and Facebook at Broche Ballet. You can follow me on Instagram at Julie the Ballerina or check out our blog and YouTube channels for more content. You can even dance with us in our online studio with daily live Zoom classes, private lessons, and our on-demand video library. Don't forget to have your story featured on our podcast. Email us at hello at brocheballet.com. I'm Julie Gill, and this was Broche Banter. Happy dancing!